the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06 on this Friday, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 uh, FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. We want to start off with the program with the uh, special hello, Aunt Lorraine in Woodsocket, Nancy from, well, right now she's in sunny and warm South Carolina. She says hello. So good afternoon, Aunt Lorraine from uh, Nancy, your niece, who listens uh, and is also right now in South Carolina. Well, folks, it's the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, they're open right now. You could swing in for some delicious lunch. Uh, They have delicious calzones, great sandwiches. Let's go Brandon chocolate donuts. The Zapelas are in and a lot more. They're located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Ron's Pastry Gourmet off of Silver Spring Street and uh, right off of 95. They're right next to AAA in Providence. I think one of the easier ways to find them is if you are on Facebook, you go to Facebook and just type in Ron's Pastry Gourmet. I usually share a lot of this stuff anyway. The food is all baked fresh. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 2. So right now at 12.07 on this Friday afternoon, you can uh, certainly swing in there. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, as always, please visit the website, dipetro.com. And um, I want to give a, a special thank you to all our wonderful sponsors that are... Um, sponsoring me with this uh, adventurous trip that starts this weekend. We're going to make our way to Eastern Europe. We're going to be coming to you from the border of Ukraine. That is certainly <laughs> the plan. And and I I want to be clear on this. This is a uh, uh, this is a John DePietro show operation. I I know you know people don't realize and people say now what organization is sending you? Uh, you're looking at them. Um, now, and who is, listen, it's just very simple, and you can start watching and listening next week as we're going to be also doing the Facebook Live. I also want to mention, I didn't do Facebook Live today just because, folks, we are, uh, the first thing we need to do is, you know, is work. Uh, I'm working with the great Jeff Camacho. We're going to make sure, priority num, uh, number one is safety. Number two is to have the smoothest sounding broadcast that we can have. Um, and and I'm, I'm confident we can do that. And um, I, I expect the coverage is going to be, um, well, we're, we're going to take it a day at a time. A lot of threats. So I, I recognize that. Um, no, we're not crazy. I think we can do it safely. Uh, I have been uh, consistent. This war has now been going on for nine days. It started last Wednesday night. And it's interesting to me of different people there. I haven't had to change my position or backpedal in any way. There are many people that are doing that. But I, you're going to hear me mention different sponsors, people very generously uh, helping to make this trip possible. And, and folks, again, um, if you're saying, boy, maybe, maybe it's not today. Maybe it's next week or maybe it's the week after that. I, I don't, you know, I, I get asked a lot of questions. How long are you going for? I don't know. I don't. Let's see how it goes. My, you know, my uh, starting on Sunday, I will be doing Facebook Live along the way. You'll see me leaving for the trip, and then you'll see me landing in Germany, and then landing in Warsaw, Poland, and then landing in the closest airport to the Ukrainian border, and we'll make our way from there. Um, so you can follow that, but at some point between now and whenever, if you like some of the coverage, folks, you can always go to the website. DePetro.com. Maybe you say, you know, I don't mind giving, I don't know, $10, 20 but I'd like something. Well, you can buy buy a mug, buy a blanking t-shirt for crying out loud. But I do want to thank um, David at Brood Awakenings. They are so terrific, and I can't wait to be over there and uh, give a special shout out to them. Folks, you're listening right now. Stop in and see them at Brood Awakenings. They're delicious. Um, I, I, I just, I can't Thank you. You know, the, the support is just fantastic. And so, folks, um, and again, two locations, Johnston and also Pontiac Avenue in Cranston and then also on Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Notice the brew difference at Brood Awakenings, but they are just terrific. So I want to start off and um, 
folks, I'm going to stay. I'm very confident, comfortable where I am. It's obviously a fast developing story and very fluid story. And and I, I want I, I want to manage your expectations as as a listener. Priority number one is safety. And then priority number two will be, you know, we want to give you the best sound quality and coverage that we're able to pull off. We're going to we're going to go at a day at a time. Um, and again, I'm trying to manage people's expectations. I know a lot of people are very supportive, by the way. But, you know, already I and I, I know I shouldn't dwell on this stuff yet. I shouldn't. You, you you don't let some, but already you know I got a message of someone like what day are you having President Zelensky on? Well, <laughs> all right. First of all, Ukraine is the size of Texas. Number two, he's in an underground bunker somewhere. I I I don't think I'm a priority for him to talk to. If I were him, I would not be talking to me. I think he's got a few things on his plate as Putin wants to kill him and his family. Um, I, I, I don't know what to make. Cicilline is headed over there. We may see him. Uh, the Vice President Harris now is supposedly going over there. Uh, I, I don't, it, it's, it's going to be a day-to-day situation. And, and we're going to, you know, kind of take it at, at a day at a time. So, you know, it's, um, and like I said, you know, someone this morning sent me, and a very good suggestion, by the way, but what to do in case of this, some kind of nuclear reaction, things you want to take to preserve your body. So that's that's definitely different, and I appreciate that. Um, but I want to look at some of the headlines, and then what I wanted to say was, I noticed last night Sean Hannity really upped his rhetoric. And I think it's positive because, and I recognize, folks, the, the conservative radio hosts and certain Republicans have been so far off base on this, and people are just maniacs about it and so misguided and i get a lot of people are not students of history but russia accused of nuclear terrorism as the world looks on august i mean that's what we're talking about right how about the fact that they are planning public executions to set up to make an example of of the ukrainian people russians seize a nuke plant i mean i i hope that um I hope, I think that gets people's attention. As I have said, he is not savvy. He is not smart. He is a maniac. I, I'm not saying he's an idiot. He's certainly not Kim Jong-il. But there's a difference of someone who's shrewd, who's smart, and someone who is just a ruthless killer. Who will, he will kill as many people as possible. And I've noticed a number of conservative hosts and uh, different people are backing off the people that were foolishly supporting by uh, Putin in the beginning of this, which is frightening. Well, I don't like Biden. Well, you know, Biden's not launching a nuclear weapon. Putin's war gadget, RoboBalls, look like Star Wars BB-8 ready to deploy. So they have a lot of high-tech military gadgets. One stands out is the high-tech RoboBall. It can be used to grab secret intel from urban war zones around the country. That's interesting. You know, I also want to, um, there's so much uh, new information that's coming out. But one thing that is interesting is the Russians, if you've noticed, they, they've been doing their bombings during the day. And Donna Perry, who I was happy to see last night, um, to celebrate an early birthday with her. And then we also get to see uh, attorney Tim Dodd, who's just terrific. But she mentioned how that tells our military people that they're not that confident in their nighttime ability. When the U.S. is deploying bombing missions, we have the capability to do it at night. It says something. If And it is jarring. You see all these various Russian military jets and helicopters during daylight when most of the time you know you know we we would do all of ours at night so from what i understand that that hints at possibly um that that they don't have the type of capability or they're not as confident 
Now, this is interesting. Putin spies draw plans to carry out public executions in Ukraine. Draw plans to carry out public executions in Ukrainian cities. So that's interesting. Uh, they want to detain rebel leaders to suppress the public protests. Key political leaders from Ukraine are likely to be targeted. They're going to detain rebel leaders, ruthless, suppress public protests. Um, the country foiled the plot to assassinate. You know, he's had three assassination attempts that they have taken out where they're trying to um, kill President Zelensky, who, I mean, is just, you know, I mean, the guy is just amazing. And this is his moment. And I also recognize, folks, that a lot of people, many of you and you're listening right now, are relying on talking points from misinformation. Um, I recognize some of you that have contacted me, and I'm not going to give out names. I, as I've said in the past, I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. But the, you don't even know you're sending me and you're following Russian propaganda. It's plain and simple as that. Um, again, I don't want to get into names or embarrassing anyone, but... Um, you know, here's some, what do we know about this leader of Ukraine? Is he a Nazi? Jason wrote to me. Uh, he's Jewish and members of his family were killed during the Holocaust with the Nazis. No, that's, that's a fake Putin talking point. Uh, I like the thing. Wasn't he an actor or comedian on television? He was. Yeah. And President Trump was a reality star. On television, and Ronald Reagan was an actor. So I think there's something bigger going on here, something biblical. You can think that, but the world is lining up against evil, Putin, and the world wants to stop him. As I have said, um, it's a fool's errand to try to. I love the fact that person. Jason, I won't give the last name, shared all this information. And then it was from Jenny Jolie. Who is that? Oh, I don't know her. Where does she live? Oh, I don't know. When did she write that? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. But you believe it, 100%. Well, that's good. Um, listen, it's good to have faith. And I say that as someone that has Catholic faith. Uh, but I wouldn't put a lot of faith into that. As I have been telling you folks, um, I'm going to play Sean Hannity from last night with Lindsey Graham. And I, and I want many of you to listen and tell me how many times he mentions Hunter Biden and President Biden. And the answer would be zero. I also think, I believe, folks, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, 1219 on this Friday. I believe as a result of President Zelensky... I and, and, and I'm just thinking out loud here. But and remember, you can always listen online at the website to Petro.com. I believe in our country that we're going to shift into a mode of that to go back to real leaders. Right. I and I, I still maintain he is right now the the president of Ukraine shows tremendous courage I believe, this is my opinion now, I think we're going to shift out of all these old men and women that are leading in the United States. I believe, Zelensky is 44 years old, and he is young, and he is able, and he's energetic. Um, right now, in our country, Nancy Pelosi is 80 years old. Biden is 79 years old. President Trump is 75. He's saying he's going to run, you know, and I get it. People say, oh, I can't wait to vote for him. He's going to be 77 in 2024. Bernie Sanders is 80 years old. Um, I, I, Rudy Giuliani is 76 years old. Like, I believe, I believe we're going to, and, and, but Ron, Governor Ron DeSantis is younger. Uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley is younger. I'm not saying you have to go to, you know, people in their 30s, but most people, um, most CEOs, right, 
40s, maybe, you know, definitely in the 50s, into the 60s. I I believe, look at Governor McKee, who's like pandering around and he's seven years old. I, I believe that the world, but certainly our country, there, there's going to be, I believe there's going to be a youth movement. And, and let's get younger leaders. Biden is an ineffective 79-year-old guy. And this is not age discrimination, which I do believe goes on. And it's, it's something that is tolerated and allowed. But you're a different leader at 44 than you would be at 74 or older, period. Zelensky in the flak jacket on the streets, rallying his people. I believe there's going to be a movement that people are going to say, you know what, let's, we're going to go back to, um, you know, when I was telling someone this last night, we, the Democrat Party, one of the damages they have done, they've done a lot of damage. And Governor Mundo's part of this crew, but the element of like what makes a leader and the anti-male masculine you know, always the agenda thing, always the gender warriors. Um, let, let's be honest. You know, a good example, and Biden falls into this only because when he announced, my vice president is going to be a woman, that that his vice president should have been the best leader. Kamala Harris is under no circumstances when you put in charge of anything. I think we're going to revolt. Voters are going to revolt against this gender identity. Right? Local female reporters. Oh, it's just us, me, and Dr. Scott holding down the fort against this sea of men and the girl power and Gina Raimondo with governor for the day, but only for little girls. You know, we're seeing that you you let the leader emerge, emerge, whoever they may be. Gina Raimondo. Um, sec, uh, Commerce Secretary Raimondo emerged as a leader who happened to be female. Uh, Zelensky is a leader who happens to be a male. We, we have to get away from, you know, again, a local reporter. I'm looking at, you know, the screen and there's a female Speaker of the House sitting behind the president and a female vice president and the designated survivors, a woman, and March is Women History Month. And you go, girl, girl power, El Rongo. All right, there, I think we have to get back to, for instance, and the same thing with Biden of, I believe we're going to start to, not that we haven't already, but really reject in the failure of the gender warriors. You know, and Biden, of course, is he's probably the worst at it, especially, you know, that when I, the, the, my nominee for the Supreme Court will be a woman of color. Why? Why can't it just be the best possible person? Um, why couldn't it be someone who's Asian? Why couldn't it be someone Latino? It, I, I believe we have to get away from this this gender mission. and agenda that they're on. And it's because then look at the result. You don't get someone who's right now, he should not be the president. And she clearly should not be the vice president. So you end up with people who, you're you're not, and this has been done by progressives in the far left, where they're on such a mission to neutralize and set the agenda of who should be in charge. Leaders emerge. Like her or not, Ramundo is a leader. You put her in a room with individuals, men and women, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, she has leadership capabilities. McKee is proving to just be a bumbling idiot, basically, who's just trying to, his, the, the McKee doctrine is you just buy off everyone you possibly can. Uh, for votes. And these judges, this is beyond ludicrous at this point. I mean, he, to me, I've seen enough after a year. Um,
But I, that's just, I, I, I uh, Margaret Thatcher was a leader who happened to be a female. Um, I'll also say this, just so we're clear. People may not like her. I have never voted for her. Hillary Clinton is a powerful individual. Hillary Clinton, you may not agree with her stand, but she is she has leadership qualities, capabilities, and really has her her entire life. So, um, but the, we're getting you're seeing the damage when you neutralize people's characteristics, strengths, and leadership abilities, and make it. You narrow your field. You narrow your field. And I know some people are not going to grasp what I'm saying, but, you know, Tom Brady has leadership abilities. To be the quarterback of the team, you have to have leadership abilities. Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, has leadership abilities. You have to, to motivate a group of professionals to go in and compete aggressively on the football field. If if they said, we're going to pick a captain of the team, but we're going to make sure it's someone on special teams. The kicker on the team doesn't have the same leadership ability as the quarterback. And what we are doing, you know, Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor, you, you would never... Governor McKee had an opportunity to pick someone who exhibits tremendous leadership ability. He, he opted for identity politics and enter into the gender wars. He was first going to pick the, the former mayor of Central Falls to try to attract Latino voters. And then said, wait a minute, I'll do the double whammy. I'll get a female who will attract Latino voters. So... And I said this not long ago, there was a press briefing recently. The most impressive person at the briefing was the mayor of Woonsocket, Mayor Lisa Beldelli Hunt. Um, so I, I, what my point is, at that uh, briefing, and I, it was a COVID briefing in Woonsocket, if, if you just would like, parachuted in from somewhere else, you would think that she was the governor and McKee was just the local mayor. Um, my, my, my point is there, there are just different individuals that have that. And I think there's going to be a sea change. Now, I want to get to the Hannity stuff. And folks, again, um, I'm not trying to be the rambling one here. This portion of the program is brought by Propane Plus. Folks, I can't say enough good things, and, um, and I want to thank Tim Johnson, who's just fantastic. And it's very simple. If, if you use propane or need propane, contact Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. And online at propaneplus.com. In Massachusetts, they have 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Remember, three generations Online billing, schedule your service, delivery, and all customers receive a free safety inspection. It's Propane Plus. Give them a call today. And uh, Tim Johnson, is uh, the guy is just um, fantastic. All right. I want to get to uh, boom, boom, boom. Where is he? Hannity and Lindsey Graham. All right. Lindsey Graham on with Hannity. Um. I'll play the whole thing. Well, first, I think this is Hannity. Folks, I said back in February now. What's the date? Let me find it. Today is March 4th. I said the war started on. When did the war start? (laughs) Um, The war started on February 23rd. On February 21st. I said, Putin's got to go. And I used the line from, I like that film. It's long. I didn't like it the first time. But The Irishman, where Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci plays this certain character. And they're talking about Al Pacino, who plays Jimmy Hoffa. And he's like, listen, he's going. Either way, he's going. You may not like it. And he's telling this to Robert De Niro, who plays Frank. But he's going. And that is how I feel. And I said that 
on February 21st about Putin. Um, all right, let me hear. I want to hear Hannity talking about it, and then I also have um, Lindsey Graham talking about it. It's no surprise with these three pathetic losers in charge. Now, sadly, Ukraine needs our help right now. They need all the javelins, all the stinger missiles that we can provide. They need bullets. They need guns. They need air defense systems. And they need humanitarian and medical aid. And while we're at it, Vladimir Putin, he needs to go. Yep. He's a murdering thug with nuclear weapons. Wow. Committing atrocities in Ukraine. Yep. Invading a sovereign, innocent country. We see all the images. He is killing children. Yep. He is killing women. And yes. he's killing... Men. And he's trying to take over that country. And now 400 mercenaries in Ukraine to hunt down to assassinate President Zelensky. Now, Putin, I've been saying it all week. It's interesting the media finally picked it up. Putin has got to be stopped by whatever means necessary yep. one way or another. It's a simple rule in line. Was right. If you invade an innocent country and you kill women and children and men, you forfeit your right to lead a country and you forfeit your right to live. And I hope that people around Vladimir Putin, well, I hope they take action sooner than later. Now, currently, the U.S. operates under a decades-old executive order, first signed by President Gerald Ford. It prohibits the U.S. government employees from engaging in political assassination. But my final question tonight is, when it comes to Putin, is it time to now revisit the rule? Uh, my rule I like better. New rule. You invade a sovereign country. You kill innocent men, women, and children. You forfeit your right to run a country, and you forfeit your right to live. It's that simple. Cut off the head of the snake, the snake dies. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. And two individuals that need to voice what Sean Hannity just said, who have a lot of sway in the Republican Party, are President Trump and Rudy Giuliani, who to date will not criticize Putin. Instead, they just keep going after President Biden. And it's wrong. You know, you can see, I, I listen, and as I've been saying for two weeks now, Tucker Carlson is wrong. Tucker Carlson's statements are being played on Russian television. Laura Ingram is wrong. Steve Bannon is wrong. <clears throat> Those two guys, Buck and Clay, whoever, they're wrong. Wrong. All right, I want to get to Lindsey Graham. Let's kill Putin. How does this end? Somebody in Russia has to step up to the plate. Is there Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stoppenberg in the <laughs> Russian military? The only way this ends, my friend, is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country a great service and the world a great service. Listen, Putin has been planning this for a long time. Uh, that That is much easier said than done. Much easier said than done. Uh, I'm not convinced you can. And I know that different people are um, <clears throat> are saying, well, you know, you just bomb. Listen, this this guy, he, he built a house, an estate, a palace that cost $1.4 billion to make. There are escape tunnels. There were bomb proof. There's, you know, they, they, it's, it's not so easy. It's not going to be so easy. And I get that some people don't don't understand that. I, I I get that, but it, it, it's going to be tough. And especially, you know, yesterday Putin was saying, I will never abandon my conviction that Russians, Ukrainians are one people. We're going to fight these neo-Nazis. He's lying. Many of you people are sharing information. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1235. You're listening to, to the John DePietro Show. You're... You are sharing Russian propaganda. Russian propaganda. You, that's what you are sharing, and you don't even know it. And maybe some people don't recognize that. I, I have been, of course he needs to, but not so easy. Going to be very, very difficult to find him. He's been planning this for some time. Um. I'm just not sure where this, again, he, um, I, I don't like to give him compliments, but he, he's also not 
you know, he's not stupid. He's not an idiot. I'm not going to call him savvy. I'm not going to call him smart or Rudy Giuliani. You know, I, I think Putin told Giuliani, you go on Newsmax and defend me. How can you say, I am telling you, something's odd about that. Who knows? He's bribed other people. He bribes a lot of people. But it's, he, he's maybe not bribing certain American officials. Wouldn't rule that out just yet. No, I don't believe Lindsey Graham's trying to nudge us into World War III. Folks, this is all this stuff of this is World War III. This is the, the listen, this is the world is watching as this guy is killing all these innocent people. And people are suddenly realizing something must be done. Yeah, he is probably on, on, um, he is probably off. Yeah, definitely. He he is a thug killer. He's a big time thug killer. He's he's John Gotti times one thousand. He is bigger than El Chapo. He's bigger than Castro. He wants to go down in history as the greatest Russian leader ever. And I recognize for some people that doesn't mean much, but it means an awful lot. That is his destiny. He views himself as one of the greatest Russian leaders and wants to go down that way and remember that way, not of this generation, but forever. That's what you're up against. All right, let me go to, um, let's see. Good morning, America. Had some good sound this morning. Let me play some of this. In-depth look at the two men at the center of the war in Ukraine, Putin and Zelensky. Two presidents, one the aggressor in a war of choice, the other defending his country in a war of necessity. In my new documentary dropping this weekend on Hulu, we're going to look at the rise of power and what led to this fateful moment in history for these two men. Here's a preview. In a new documentary, the two men at the center of the war rushes way in Ukraine are profiled by reporters, experts, ambassadors, and more. The march to invasion began months ago. Diplomacy failed with Vladimir Putin because he was not interested in diplomacy. No. He had decided to conduct this war many months ago. Yep. He's been preparing for it for a long time. That's right. Journalist and historian Ann Applebaum has reported on Putin for years. What he's trying to do is to undermine our sense of what is good and evil. Who's a Nazi? What does it mean? The language itself begins to lose meaning. And that, I think, is part of it's his goal. Facing down Putin is Volodymyr Zelensky, the former actor now leading his country in Europe's first war since World War II. An actor knows one thing particularly well, which is how to read his audience. And Zelensky's audience at the moment is the Western world. And what he's done in a way that is been extraordinarily successful is understand how he needs to tell people what it means to be Ukrainian today. And we'll look back at Putin through the years from this moment on Nightline in 2000. Even for an acting president, what you did earlier this week when you flew backseat in a fighter jet to Grozny uh, was unusual. What was the symbolism there? Yeah, sometimes... It does no harm to see and feel for myself what the real power of the armed forces is all about. To the moment, Barbara Walters sat down with him just two months after 9-11. When you became president, there was some apprehension because you had been with the KGB. Yep. Uh, people thought that you were very authoritarian. They described you in somewhat um, scary terms. Yes. How would you describe yourself? We have a saying, you should judge about someone not by what he says about himself, but by what he does. To now, in an interview this week with former Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko. Great. How would you describe Vladimir Putin? Killer. Please, don't trust Putin. That's right. Putin never tell him the truth. Well, you know, this is one of those moments where history really is hinging on the decisions of individuals. You said these yep. two men are right at the center of it. Both 
in some ways unlikely leaders who Putin, now he's been a leader for a long time, but he was a mid-level bureaucrat in East Germany for the KGB. Of course, we all know Vladimir Zelensky was a, a comedian, was a star on Ukrainian television playing a president, led to a landslide victory. A lot of people did not think he could rise to this moment. I think he's proven them wrong. What a heroic leader he has been. He sure has. Two-minute war starts streaming Sunday on... You know, and again, um, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this Friday in... Uh, we're, we're, I'm live with you until 2 o'clock. Coming up on Monday, I will be in Eastern Europe. Um, and you can start to follow the trip on Sunday um, on Facebook. Facebook Live. I'm going to be doing that during the journey. And then if everything goes according to plan, you're going to hear me right here on the radio. I can't see why that would happen unless there's, who knows, but... I will be over there, and you can follow it all. And I plan on posting. I recognize, you know, while not everyone's on Facebook, I, I get that everyone's not on Facebook. So I will be posting a lot, as much as I can. Uh, as you can imagine, the logistics are difficult. But I will be at the border of Ukraine. And, you know, there's, there's other things that are going to develop and happen once I am over there. And we're going to let it play out. We're going to take it a day at a time. As you can tell, now obviously the Chernobyl thing is fluid, but um, that's, that is the plan. And then we'll see just how far we can go into the country. Um, there have been people guiding me, and, and I want to share with you, you know, they, it, um, how can I say, it, it, it's, it would not be a good idea to be in Ukraine and then... Suddenly, I have no cell service. Um, that doesn't sound like a very good scenario. That doesn't sound like a good scenario. So, uh, Poland is a member of NATO. And Poland right now is where a lot of the refugees are going through. And we're going um, we're gonna, to we're gonna start uh, in Poland. And then let's, let's see where this, uh, where this war goes. We'll, we'll see where this war goes. But I, I promise you compelling coverage. And it all starts on Monday. This portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, support them. It's Coogs. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Take down this phone number, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. Uh, look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Especially, you know, people, you have a hot water tank you need or heater, cooler, whatever, Heating. Just as an example, I'll tell you how far. Um, I'm, I'm very uh, dismayed with many of them. Um, and one of the reasons, I want you to know, folks, one of the reasons that I am actually going is I'm just very dismayed. At a lot of the people in radio right now. I am. Um, and they're penguins. And they're... The reason... The, the, Scott Shannon, who I, who I know and I'm friendly with. And he, he was... Scott was very, very encouraging to me to pursue a career behind the microphone. But he used to say... He called them penguins. Because if you ever said... Watch like... You know, it used to be Discovery Channel or National Geographic. But if you watch when penguins go in the water... They, they, once one goes in, the rest of them all just start plopping in. So he's the one that told me like the term um, penguins. But that Buck Sexton, I, I don't believe this guy was CIA. I know he's the, the show Clay and Buck. But if you go to his, um, if you go to his Twitter feed, you can't find one negative comment about Putin. He, he, this guy, there's such, the fact that they have immediately pivoted back to all they want to talk about are masks. <laughs> masks. They don't want to talk, you, you can't find one criticism of Putin. That he'll go after Fauci. Um, <clears throat> more on masks. Biden's a coward. Uh, has anyone seen Fauci? Um, I 
I'd like to, he, Trump is right, they're misrepresenting what he said on that show. I'll tell you where radio hit a low point. And folks, again, at 1245, 1246, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. These guys were given Rush Limbaugh's spot. President Trump was on their show and said Putin is savvy and he's smart and a genius. And and there was no pushback from them. That is so pathetic to not even say, well, hold on a moment. Mr. President, like the way you're describing him, he's smart and savvy. And so everything's negative about Biden. But you can't say anything negative about Putin. Zero. Nope. Everything won't touch it. Won't touch it. Nope. Um, Let's see. Uh, Everything's about. Negative Biden, which, listen, I get it. You don't have to convince me. Of course he's weak. He was weak when he came in. He's, he's weak now. But this hesitation of certain people with what is happening right now still won't. Um, you know, he, it's conservatives split on the Russian invasion. I, I, this is so, at such a low point, such a low point. That these people who are on the wrong side of history, and this guy is a good example of it. You go through his Twitter feed. I, I met him one time in New York a couple of years ago. I wasn't impressed. I, I don't I don't believe he was like real CIA. He he seems pretty light to me. Um maybe he was like answering the phone or something like that, but not like real CIA. But it is the fact that some conservative hosts were actually, and he, he even, Buck Sexton and conservatives are split on the Russian invasion. It is so pathetic. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Conservative host, former CIA analyst, Buck Sexton. I, I don't believe that. The guy's just too light. Um, Again, all, I'm not going to keep going on and on, but all positive about Putin. Putin is playing their show and remarks in Russia. Oh, oh my goodness. Everything positive. They love it. Russia loves it. All right, enough of that. Everyone's going to do their own thing. We're going to bring it to you live over there. I have some other good sound I, I want to play. I'm going to play in... Um, in just a moment. And folks, I get it. Juan, you're not supposed to say that. How can you say I, Listen, no one, no one's handing me a script. <laughs> no one's handing me a script. No, I, I was right two weeks ago. I haven't had to change my position. I haven't had to have a cleanup on remarks. Um, no, I don't need, I don't need that. There's right and wrong and evil. And this invasion has nothing to do with Hunter Biden or Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Biden's this big mastermind that he and Hunter are controlling Putin. Oh, okay. Is that the same guy at the State of the Union that described them as the the Iranian people? He's the mastermind. You can't have it both ways. And I said that to someone. Biden is... I'll I'll say this about President Biden. He is exactly what I thought he was going to be. Him at the State of the Union is exactly what I thought it was going to be. There have been no surprises with that. And, And I think the part about Biden, when I say he's relatable, and hear me out on this at 1250, what I mean is I think we can relate to having a relative or a parent or a friend or a grandparent. But um, when you start to, you know, I was mentioning to to someone just last night that to me, Biden is kind of like when, you know, when maybe you haven't seen a relative in a while. And then when you see them or maybe it's an older relative, a grandparent that when they get out of the hospital or and you're like, oh, wow, like they really aged that's what I think 
is. And, you know, they give wrong names. They lose their train of thought. They keep saying the wrong type of thing. You know, like I, I have said, Biden to me is the ultimate, you know, walks down to the basement and says, what did I come down here for? And can't remember, like that type of thing. He's exactly who he is. I just refuse to believe he's this secret mastermind that is controlling this thing with Putin. No, 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 wrong. Well, I thought Ukraine was corrupt. Yes, so is Rhode Island. So is Mississippi. So is Baltimore. So is Philadelphia. So is, yeah, there's a lot of corrupt places. Well, Giuliani said, yeah, okay. Yeah, Giuliani said. How'd that work out? Was he a help to the president or a hindrance to the president? I have my own thoughts on that. Folks, this portion of the program, and I want to thank them, is End Zone Sports Pub. Dana runs a great place, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, you have March Madness. It's got the big screen TVs. Karaoke starts 30 Friday, Saturday night. Meet friends there and make new ones. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. All right, I want to go to, uh, this guy's a really good foreign correspondent, really war reporter, Ian Panel. Uh, about the Russian forces that are morning. moving in. Yeah, good morning, George. We've had to move underground uh, below Independence Square because we've just been hearing the sound of the air raid warn- warnings blaring out across the city. We've been hearing this sound almost every hour this morning. As you say, President Zelensky speaking out this morning saying, Ukraine, we survived the night in reference to those astonishing scenes of that nuclear power plant. And the U.S. Embassy here in Ukraine just tweeting this morning that to attack a power plant like that is a war crime. This morning, more civilian infrastructure hit as videos circulating online showed the devastation, including the school in Zhdomir, west of Kiev, destroyed. This is just the latest escalation as Russia ramps up its war machine, increasingly bombing indiscriminately. There now seems to be almost total disregard for civilians caught in the middle, just 90 miles north of Kiev in the city of Chernihiv. Dashcam video capturing the moment a missile strike hits a residential neighborhood. City emergency services saying 47 people were killed, 18 wounded. If confirmed, it would be the deadliest single attack on civilians since the invasion began. And overnight, pitched battles at Europe's largest nuclear power plant. In a highly dangerous development, Russian troops shelling the site with tracer fire lighting up the sky. The plant streaming the attacks online. This morning, the nuclear facility now in the hands of the Russians. And the nuclear watchdog, the IAEA, saying none of the facility's essential equipment has been damaged, fire in the building has been extinguished. Western regulators say they've seen no change in radiation levels. And in the southern parts of the country, the Russians seizing Kherson, the first major city to fall into their hands. And with troops bearing down on Mykolaiv and the Navy approaching Odessa, it appears they're trying to cut Ukraine off from the Black Sea coast. And as the Russian forces approach the capital, the people of Kiev ready to put up a fight. President Zelensky speaking with reporters in the secret location inside the capital. But how long He told me, I don't know how long. It doesn't depend on time. It depends on us. A senior U.S. official saying they believe Putin intends to crush Kiev, already having selected and prepared a puppet government to replace Zelensky. Well, Vladimir Putin speaking with the French president, Emmanuel Macron, overnight. The Elysee Palace telling ABC News that they're concerned that the worst is yet to come. And I think that reflects the fears here in Kiev and across the country. With this switching of tactics, this indiscriminate bombardment of civilian areas, that this is part of the Putin playbook that we saw in Syria. George? Yeah, he certainly seems unleashed right now, okay? And thank- totally unleashed. Totally unleashed. Very, very good report, as a matter of fact. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's 12.55. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online, as I like to say, at our website, depetro.com. I also want to use this uh, opportunity once again to um, thank... Uh, we have so many people that have reached out and been supportive, um, just like uh, Henry Oil 
And I want to thank Carmine, uh, who's a big supporter of the program. And, folks, you can depend on Henry Oil. You know, I, listen, as much as the the fact that they um, invaded, I, I do believe we need to push back on the reason they're not cutting off Russia is because what it would do to gas prices. So we we do, we should just continue to get oil from our own country. That That's my thought. Listen, and we can slowly move to electric. I've driven an electric car. Um, they, they're terrific. They are. But there's no reason to just suddenly start getting rid of oil. I mean, there isn't. Folks, call Henry Oil today, 401 5210-200-401-5210-200. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Give them a call today since 1947 and online at henryoil.com. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com. I just, uh, let's see, this portion of the show is brought to you by Senadale Revival. I want to thank Shane. So supportive, folks. This weekend, if I were not heading to Eastern Europe and the border of Ukraine, I'd be going to the Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. And you should go and uh, thank them for being supporters of the broadcast. So, now we have another big full hour to go here uh, on the program. And then, folks, over the course of the weekend... Uh, again, you can uh, follow my travels, and then once we get over there, we're going to take it a day at a time. I have um, full confidence, but I this uh, President Zelensky, <laughs> Laura Ingram, called him pathetic. Oh, my God, these people, the tearful goodbyes at the train station. Some of these stories are just brutal. Folks, a lot of this is almost like... Think of the tight, like think of Titanic that's going down and it's only women and children in the lifeboats. Um, you know, you, you have that playing out right now with some of the stories of women that are coming over. They have their small children. Um, the, I, I was see, seeing a story about, you know, then the husband is staying behind to fight. Some of the older people are unable to travel, and Putin is killing them. Killing them. Terrible. Absolutely horrific. All right, here's... Oh, no, it's 1258. All right, stay... Stay with us, Juan. We have another full hour uh, to go before we hit the news. We are going to get a news update at the top of the hour. Uh, Let me use this opportunity to remind you... About Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. Brother Roland. Very simple. Get a dumpster in your driveway with Brothers Disposal. Whether it's a small household construction project, getting rid of unwanted belongings, or maybe you're moving. First call Brothers Disposal. 401-688-0517. All right, it's 1259. And next hour is the power hour. And again, you can listen AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And I, I recognize if, if I don't respond back to you with some of your messages over the next couple of days, I'm, I'm just unable to. Uh, but then you can tune in with, with uh, our coverage uh, over at the Ukraine border starts on Monday. All right, we're going to uh, break for the one o'clock news. And then, as I said, the power hour is next. Right here on the John DePietro Show. But first, let's get an update with the 1 o'clock news. 